This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about home invasions. Um, you know, basically something you need to think about. Um, survival, you know, you don't want to be the guy who's prepping and planning for the end of the world and then get taken out by some psycho drug addict, you know, looking for crack. You know, that's the bottom line. You're sitting at home. You and the wife cuddled up watching Friends, or I don't know what do people watch now. Um, maybe that show with Tim Allen. What's the the new one? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know the new one. I don't All know right, he had so you're one. watching Home Improvement. Maybe old episodes of The Dukes of Hazard. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there on the couch, and then bam, crashing through the front plate glass window. You know, a big cinder block comes in and some guy comes running in with a knife or a gun and what do you do? What do you do? That's the thing. Like, how prepared are you? You know, if somebody just comes up and puts a boot through your uh, front door, does that not uh, throw you off guard a little bit? Um, You know, all of a sudden the door flies open and you're like, oh, shit. You know, there's somebody out there. Now what? You know, so... That that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, I think you know, Kevin, you put together some uh, sample stories here. I did, and well, they're actually real events, real stories. But uh, you know, things we could kind of talk about, and you know, kind of get you some idea of you know anything can happen. Um, yeah. All right, what do you got? Well, let's start off with uh, what what is home invasion when it's right. when it's considered now home. It's also called a uh, hot burglary, which I've I've never heard that term. Okay, before. but uh, it's basically forced entry into an occupied house or apartment with the intent of theft, assault, rape, murder, or kidnapping. 
I don't want any of those things to happen to me. No, no. no. Now, there's not a lot of statistics on how often it happens because um, a lot of states don't even classify home invasion as a crime. Okay. It's more of like you know kidnapping, theft, assault, that sort of stuff. Those are the crimes they're charged with. Um, breaking and entering, all those those things, and they just stack them up on top of each other. So we don't really know how many home invasions happen. A lot of home invasions start as burglaries, and either the people walk in, or they're sleeping and wake up, mm. or you know somebody's trying to trying to sneak around the house, or uh, you know get in while nobody they, they don't think you. anyone's home. Right, they go to rob you. They find your safe, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to wait for this guy to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, I know as a kid, um, my uh, dad was a school teacher, and uh, I apparently kids like to rob their teachers. Okay, that's the thing to do. I think three different times we came home and we either were robbed or in the process of being robbed. Mm-hmm. Now we lived a little bit in the city. Not New York City, but in urban city, area, yeah, and you know that that's how people roll there, you know, mm-hmm. and that's some scary shit. And honestly, a lot of times, once like a home invasion happens, somebody comes in and, and terrorizes your house. People are scared; they don't want to live in the same house. You know, it's hard to ever feel safe again. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always kind of on edge, like, oh God, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty scary, traumatic event, you know? that Those are the kind of things that PTSD is made of, you know? hmm But go on. All right. Well, the first one I wanted to talk about is uh, one of the earliest cases of what they considered home invasion or hot burglary. Okay. Were uh, four guys named the Heaters of Drome. Drome is a city in France. And uh, the gang of four men who would uh, basically search out rural... Rural, uh, well-to-do houses. Okay. Break in, and then Smart. they would uh, tie up the the people. Okay. And then burn their feet until they they told them where their valuables. Now were that hidden. is an unusual twist. Yep. Um, they ended up uh, catching them all and uh, executed three. One okay. uh, served life in prison, and. Um, yeah, I think there was a total of something like 18 murders Wow! Uh, from these guys. So I think that's either where, where hot burglary comes from, the term, or maybe they're called the heaters of Drome uh, because it was hot burglary. I'm not, not really sure which uh Well, which something came sounds first. hot when they're burning your feet like yeah. that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're heating up feet. That's where they got I their name. I'd, I mean, that, that sounds pretty uh, horrible. Yep. I think I'd confess where all my valuables are. With yeah, like yeah. That. No, they they that's how they um that's how they did, got the Knights Templar to say that they were uh, evil homosexuals. They burned their feet until they confessed. Who wouldn't confess to homosexuality after that? <laughs> Come on. All right. Uh, so let's uh, jump to one a little bit more uh, frequent. All right. Um, April twenty third. Modern age. April twenty third. Mm-hmm. So uh, this year. Yeah. Just oh, wow. uh, just last week. All right, that is recent. Uh, Queens, New York. A 59-year-old guy walked in a, walked into his house, and there was a guy in his kitchen. and Making a sandwich? It was a upstairs, downstairs. He wasn't right. making a sandwich. He was just putting on gloves for some strange reason. Guy came in with his groceries and uh, hey. asked if, are you looking for the upstairs neighbor? Can you, would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> and apparently he was not looking for the upstairs neighbor. 
He was there to rob the place. Mm. Guy dropped the groceries, turned around, and found another guy coming in behind him with a gun. Oh. So they took his cell phone, tied him up, and he got himself untied, disarmed the first person, and made a run for it. The second guy uh, went after him with a butcher knife and slashed his hand up and chopped his thumb off. Oh. But he was still able to get away and went upstairs to the upstairs neighbor. Now, is losing a thumb better than the alternative? Not losing a thumb? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I was Or having your feet lit on fire. Yeah, or staying in with these two clowns. (laughs) Well, they they were able to reattach the thumb later on. So it's looking pretty good. Now, what happened with the upstairs? So neighbor? he ran up to the upstairs neighbor, and there was a guy in there with no! knives that tried to attack him. And he took off and was able to get to a neighbor and call the police. The double home invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was the same group of guys. Same operation. But they were just hitting both houses at the same time. That's pretty smart. So they still haven't caught these guys. These guys are on loose, thus farly. The Thumb Burglars. Yeah, the Thumb Burglars. All right. Now... I get credit for that name if that pans out later. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, if uh, if he had had some sort of maybe uh, alarm system or uh, better quality locks Kevlar on his doors gloves. and windows... Kevlar gloves would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. That would have been nice. Uh, that might have helped out a little bit. That's pretty impressive, though. Getting untied, getting out... Pastor. Disarming the the guy, guy with the with gun, gun first, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I That's like pretty all that. impressive. You know, I can't fault that guy. I think mm-hmm. he came out pretty, uh, pretty good. Yep. Um, all right. Another one is uh, July second uh, last year, Northampton, New York. Okay. Um, two guys broke into a, a guy's basement at there, and um, let's see a. Uh, Troy Imbody, that was the the homeowner, and uh, he found two guys in his basement holding guns. So he chopped one guy's hand off with a machete, and the other guy beat him up with the with the pistol. Pistol Wait, whipped him. Where did he get the machete? He's like, I got a machete on my hip. This guy. Well, what I'd say is this guy was prepared. Like he heard a noise. Let me get my machete and see what's going on. Sog jungle, jungle primitive. Uh huh. Yep, makes sense. So uh, the guy beat him up. With the gun, and then shot him with the gun, and it turns out it was a BB gun. Mm. Um, the, these guys, they they caught these guys, and uh, well, that's what you're getting. Now the get guy when you use a BB gun is now your, the uh, guy who got his hand chopped off with the machete uh, ended up getting life in prison, but they were able to reattach the hand. Uh, now it seems like dismemberment's like a fairly common thing in these home burglaries, but um. Those are actually the only two two I found. I wasn't searching out dismemberment stuff. Okay, it's just a happy coincidence. Uh-huh. Sure. Now, he was on top of his business. He ended up uh, not getting robbed. Both guys got caught. One of them lost a hand. And, uh, you know, he got smacked up a little bit. But what are you going to do? It's better than uh, getting dead, especially since they had BB guns. Um, now, this one was my favorite one. Kingsport, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, 52-year-old woman, 4 foot 11. She went and answered her. Somebody was knocking on her door, and uh, it was a, a woman there with um, lost dog uh, lost dog flyer. Okay. And she opened the door, and a guy pushed his way in. That's that's how they do it. Mm-hmm. Don't ever open your door to people you don't know, man. That's, that's her mistake right there. Um, they always, you know, I've heard a lot of people 
not to disrupt the flow of the story, mm-hmm. but a, a good move on that is actually when somebody knocks on your front door and they're waiting, if you're the, the prepping badass kind of guy, carry a handgun, maybe keep it pretty accessible. If you go around to the side door and you come out around, because mm-hmm. people will keep knocking, they'll wait. Right. You walk around the side door, catch them off guard from the side, mm-hmm. and be like, hello, friend, can I help you? Mm-hmm. I learned that friend thing from the Middle Eastern countries. That works okay. out well. They call Very friend. disarming. Friend. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Uh-huh. So, the guy and the girl's there. He opens the right. door for the nice girl. He's got a ski mask on. Oh. He, first, he grabs her and tries to pull her outside. So, I don't know what the initial plan was. Now, wait a minute, though. So, the lady sees another lady at the door. Right. She opens her. She's not wearing a ski mask. No. And she's like, can I borrow some eggs and sugar? She's looking for a lost dog. Lost dog. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. And then. Then as oh, soon as I she opens the door. dog. Yep. Guy grabs her and she gets loose. So he pushes her inside. Okay. And she fights with him. Smart. Pulls his mask off and realizes it's, some, it's somebody she knows. What? It's Johnny down the street? Yeah. It was Joey down the street. Oh, Joey. Okay. Yeah. Joey Sotelli, Sotelo. Oh, no, that's not Joey from No, Friends. it wasn't the guy from Friends. I'm really on the Friends scene <laughs> tonight, but all right. Yeah, so um, she gets loose from him, gets a baseball bat. Smart. And beats his face in. The girl... You know, I gotta say, <laughs> a lot of these people are pretty badass. Right, no, the, I picked their... out the badass, because there are a lot of them that I wasn't going to talk about, okay. you know, like violent, you know, rape yeah, and things no, where things didn't wants, end well. That, that's, no. But, um... We, so don't, she, we don't go that way on this. Uh, was a foot shorter than him, a hundred pounds lighter than him, but she ended up beating his face in pretty good. Ass. I saw a picture nice. of him, and it did not look good. And uh, the girl uh, ran and jumped in her car and drove off and left oh, him there. She wasn't like, "Wait, Joey, no, don't hurt my Joey." <laughs> and um, you know, this was Tennessee, though. You, Kingsport, Tennessee. You, you should know better than mess around in, in Tennessee. Yeah, nah, it doesn't sound right. And. Um, they ended up, uh, cops came, collected his, his beaten, uh, beaten face and, and brought him to jail. And eventually he just told him who the girl was, you know, his girlfriend, some, uh, skeezy woman, I'm sure. Oh. So, so those are the three that I wanted to talk about. All right. Just because they're all kind of badass, but at the same time, these are all crimes that could have been prevented fairly easily with, with quality locks, with, you know, I don't know how they got help. in. Yeah, um, alarm systems would help. but Maybe security cameras. Yeah, but ultimately, they all came out on top because they, uh, you know, they had a little Quick badass on their feet, in them. Yep. thinking. Yep, I like it. Now, I actually had uh, one, uh, I don't know if you remember back in 2015, they called it the uh, DC Mansion murder. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how this guy gets credit as the mansion guy, but the guy, I guess, it, it was a CEO and and his family. The guy who was killed, his name was uh, Savis Savopoulos and his wife, Amy Savopoulos, 10-year-old son, and then the uh, cleaning lady or housekeeper. housekeeper. I, don't, I don't know if cleaning lady is derogatory. Yeah. Not, not Maid, sure how I that, don't know what you're supposed to use That now. works, but... Bottom line, they're at home. Somebody uh, knocks at the door, and and this is my loose interpretation of the story. Mm -hmm. Not reading the transcripts of the crime scene, and I was not there. 
But okay. my understanding of it is this crazy guy from New York City drives all the way down to D.C., knocks on the door, has a baseball bat, and several other weapons. Okay. We don't know what these weapons were. I'm going to tell you, but oh, I'm okay. not all right. all 100% right. certain because the police were unable to discern what the weapons were. Mm-hmm. However, they suspect one of the weapons was a samurai sword. So that's ballsy to, that's to ballsy break into right somebody's there. house with a samurai now, sword. Now, luckily, they don't allow guns in D.C. Okay. So he didn't bring a gun. So a samurai the sword guy's is... The guy's like, well, all right, a bat and a samurai sword. I'm not allowed to have a gun here. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. All right. So now, would have been cool if the homeowner was allowed to have a gun. That would have been a nice little... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, apparently he didn't know about situation. the whole samurai sword thing. He didn't know had he done that. So now this guy who went down and, and it, so he knocks on the door. So I'm getting ahead of myself. So he knocks on the door, has a baseball bat, pushes in, gathers the family around, is like, oh, I'm going to beat your family if you don't, you know, do what I say. Grabs this guy. Has the wife first call Domino's and order some pizza? Because, come on. You know, who doesn't like Domino's? They're there in 30 minutes or less. Uh-huh. They, they redid the whole crust thing. The hot lava cakes. They said it's a lot better. Now you can get those brownies. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I'm talking about. I know about. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> See? All right. So they get the Domino's. I, I don't know exactly what they ordered, if there were wings involved, but... Well, I mean, get, a home invasion, you would think you'd they want They did them. get pepperoni pizza, okay. right? Because that's going to come into this story later. All right. Now, I don't know if he shares the pizza. I mean, two pizzas, he must be planning on sharing. And right? he was the only guy there? It was just well, one guy? Well, he's the only criminal, yes. Mm-hmm. Guy's name is Al Wint. I, right. I, I don't know his last name, and I, I looked through like eight stories, mm-hmm. and they're Couldn't all like, Wint. Wint. Oh, I know he's Guyanese. Guyanese. Right. I don't even know where Guyanese people come from. I looked it up. Where is they it? They come from Guyana. Oh, Guyana. <laughs> it's in South America. Oh, South Who America. The Americas. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So, when who, believe it or not, is a former employee of Savas. Okay. Now, not really. Savas is a CEO of a steel ironworks mm-hmm. and... This guy was a factory worker at some point. I don't know the connection. Okay. He just probably was like, I bet that guy I used to work for probably was killing it. Mm-hmm. That, that's my guess. All right. Now, that was my New York City accent. Do you like that? Or maybe it was my Guyanese accent. I thought he was from D.C. Oh, no, no. Wynn was no. from New York City. Yeah. Okay. The criminals from. Now, so, goes in, beats everybody up, orders pizza, then is like, you know what? I need some of your fat cash. You're a CEO. You're living large. How much money you got in the bank? Mm-hmm. Somehow he gets it out of him, decides, hey, you got 40 grand you could get me. Now, it sounds like a pretty even number. I'd want him to, well, I guess if it's an even number, you're not tipping off as many red flags as like, oh, I have $42,197.22 in the bank account. Yeah, you And you're like, I want to withdraw that, you Mm -hmm. know? So what he does is he actually somehow convinces the guy, hey, I'm going to kill your wife or whatever. I don't know, unless you get me 40 grand. 
So the guy calls his personal assistant, CEO, because you mm-hmm. have assistants, and it's like, hey, could you swing by my bank, pick up 40 grand and drop it off? Mm-hmm. The assistant, for whatever reason, doesn't seem to think this is an unusual request. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's thinking, hey, hookers and blow, you know, right. things you cost, never know. right? Whatever. You're a CEO, all sorts of crazy Whatever, stuff you know, whatever. So grabs the cash, drops it off. Bad guy gets the cash, then proceeds to poke people with a sharp object, possibly a samurai sword. Okay. All right. I don't know if these puncture wounds lead to fatalities, but then he sets the house on fire. And that and definitely that's leads the end to of everybody. That leads to fatalities. Now, he Even jumps cleaning in his lady, car. Cleaning lady. That's all not right, them. man. No, no. So hightails it back to New York City, establishes some kind of alibi where his girlfriend's like, he is with me all weekend long. We didn't go out for nothing. Um, But here's where it all falls apart. Remember back to that Domino's pizza? He left. He didn't eat the crust. Who doesn't eat the crust? Like, come on. Just That's the best part, man. Right? You know, yeah, you might need some of like the blue cheese. Had mm-hmm. he gotten the wings, he'd have had you it. Dip the crust. Right, in he would have got cheese. away. He should have got the Nailed wings. It. Now, leaves the crust, DNA on the pizza crust, and the I pizza crust somehow survived the fire, but pizza none of the people survived. Survives the fire. People can't make it, and the cops are like, "We know who did this." And then you're like, "Well, how do they have this thug's DNA on file?" United States Marine Corps. Ooh. You know how when you're in boot camp or in MEPS, when you're, you're military entrance processing, uh, and they're like, hey, let me get that swab of your cheek because we need your DNA. And you're like, but why? That's why. That's why. Now you know. And sure enough, on file. Oh, yeah. That or maybe the 39 times he'd been arrested prior to this event. Okay. All right. I mean, maybe they took a DNA sample then. I don't know. <laughs> but I know that when you go into the military. Well, I mean, what choice does he have, though, no, to, other than Rob? Because he's got a – when you go to fill out an application and they say, have you ever been convicted of a crime on the bottom? There weren't enough sheets for it's 39. So, <laughs> it's so listed. <laughs> yeah. You're like, No. All right, so maybe, you know, whatever. So bottom line, you see somebody out there with a samurai sword and a baseball bat, don't open the door. And if they're like, if you don't open that door, I'm going to... And then wait for him to finish it. Okay. Because then he'll be like, wait here a really long time. And you'd be like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. And you could say, I'm going to call the police, friend. Now, there's a picture I saw in, the, in one of the articles of his house, uh-huh. and it's brick. The, the front door looks pretty sturdy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely taking a look here. It's got some glass windows, but, oh, you know what? They're all plywooded up now in the picture. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that played out, maybe from the fire. Well, he should have plywooded it up before the guy showed of, up. He's got a lot of glass in his front doors. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so that that's probably where he went wrong. Yeah. Because the guy's like, if you don't open that door, I'm going to push this bat through the glass. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, fuck. You know? Yep. So, all right. So maybe that's something you want to step up with your home defenses. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I don't know if you remember way back, we did uh, an episode on uh, securing your home. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that 3M film. That yep. if you have big windows, you just throw that bad boy on there. Three minutes with the baseball bat. Guess what? The little woman goes upstairs. Nine one one on the cell phone. Right. Yep. The CEO yep. brings his own samurai sword. That's really where this story falls apart. Mm-hmm. Why? Why does he not have his own samurai sword? I got one in my bedroom. Just in case. You Just, never know. You never know. You got to cut somebody's ear off. Mm-hmm. I'm good to go. All right. So that's one story I wanted to share with you. Okay. Now, I do have another one. Now, this is a, a personal story. Okay. It's a little touching. Now, I already shared with you guys a way back on that time I chased the guy across the lawn in my underwear. Yeah. We're not going to repeat that. We're moving on. Okay. All right. Now, this is um, Panama. Okay. All right. Panama, I was there. The country? The country. Not, okay. the, not, not the Panama city. city, Florida. No. Okay. No. Panama, the country. You know, government housing, um, military housing, you know, the concrete bunker kind of thing. I don't. Yeah. Have I shared this story too? Maybe? I know. Okay. I don't, I don't know this. You story. don't know where we're going yet. So nope. we're all right. So far, we're good. So all cinder block walls, just the glass windows and the front door, whatever. Mm-hmm. So everything's cool. And we're sitting there watching the game, eating pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Everything's good. Somebody kicks open the front door and throws a concussion grenade in there. Who hasn't seen that play out? That seems a little dickish. Right? <laughs> and then what you wouldn't expect with that, aside of the, oh, I can't hear anything, because of the whole concrete wall thing, every window in the house breaks. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that coming. Military frowns on that. And then mm. you're like, oh, I don't know what happened. We were just sitting there. And somebody threw and in a somebody concussion. somebody threw in a grenade. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm just saying something like that could play out. Mm -hmm. So you want to be prepared for anything. Right. I also read this book, uh, The Underground House for $50. Mm -hmm. This guy's sitting at home, sitting with the little woman. They're reading books by candlelight. They're happy. Everything's good. They're hobbits or are they people? They're people, but they live under the ground. So it's a fine line. It's a delicate dance there. A bear. It's like, hey, I'm coming in too. <laughs> I like caves. I like underground. This is perfect. This is exactly what I've been looking for. So, you know, that's something else on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, you you never know what's going to happen. And the bottom line is you got to be prepared. So home invasion. Um, First of all, what, what type of weapons or what would you think would be ideal for a, a home invasion, you know, to prevent that kind of situation? Do you keep a gun, you know, nearby? What What do you do? Well, yeah, I got a list of things you might do, All and right. the first thing on the list is own a gun. Own a gun. Now, what type of gun would you have for, you know, to prevent for home defense? Yeah, we'll home say. defense. I would recommend. I'm not talking uh, about the AR-15, like Red Dawn. I mean, right. you might have the AR-15. You know, I love AR-15s. Right. You know, I recommend love you Red Dawn. own yep. several AR-15s, and that's good for the zombie apocalypse. That kind of thing. We're ready for that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm talking about today is when you're sitting around watching TV, maybe you live in a condo, 
Maybe you live in the country and there's no neighbors. Maybe your houses are 15 feet away from each other. You know, what What kind of gun? What, what do you do here? Mm-hmm. Now, is a handgun your first choice? I think a handgun would be my first choice for home defense. Okay. Um, I have a 12-gauge, too, and that, that so, sound of, of the the gun racking is, scary. is pretty and, scary. And what I like, I, I like both those choices. Um, I think when you get into a rifle, a deer rifle, an AR-15, something like that, that bullet's going to travel. Mm-hmm. If you're in a condo... I don't know. My kids might be in the next room sleeping. Right. I, I don't think a rifle is going to be the mm-hmm. right choice. A shotgun with birdshot target loads. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to put somebody down to stop them. Right. And it's going to, like you said, there's a very real intimidation factor there mm-hmm. that I think you can really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because that's the thing. You want people to leave and to stop and to not be a threat. Um. You know, I know there's states with the Castle Doctrine and, you know, Florida and different places mm-hmm. where, you know, you're you're in the right. Somebody comes in your house, you can do whatever you want. But in a state like New York here, you're, you know, obligated to try and flee. Right. And whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. You have that. to have no way to escape. Right. Or you have to be defending somebody else in the home. Right. And there's there's no way to, you know... I, I don't necessarily think that that's the wrong choice. To mm-hmm. once you have your family safe with you, to yeah. wait outside for the cops, and you know, I don't mind if you can hold them at gunpoint, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But we don't need to get into a big shooting match because it's not worth going to court right. and playing games in New York, mm-hmm. where you're going to be found guilty. Yeah, if you're in no Florida, you you're in Texas. You're not helping your family. You're not it's protecting your family when you're going to prison. Mm-hmm. Now. I'm not talking about you hear a noise and you go in and find them in your daughter's bedroom attacking your daughter. Then I could see how you could look at this situation differently. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about, you know, some guy comes in to steal stuff. Now, in Florida, if you just want to blast them because that's what you've been waiting your whole life to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's on you. Got every right to do in it. Your hands, mm-hmm. You know, you guys work out your own laws. Mm-hmm. But I know in New York, that's not really going to fly so much. Um so you need to choose the right weapons in your house. Now, the big difference, too, between like me and Kevin, Kevin's got like a Mossberg 500 traditional wood stock, uh, wood uh, pump on it. I have the uh, Mossberg 590, which is like the black, scary looking, you know, it has a heat shield on uh-huh. the barrel. And you know what? When we're sitting in a courtroom, now one, functionality both guns work exactly the same as each other. Mm-hmm. His gun holds as many bullets as mine does. You know, mine's the same. Mine, his looks wood and mine looks black and scary. Mm-hmm. And it turns out in New York, they look at my gun and go, oh my God, this guy was looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. And guess which one I'd rather be standing in front of a jury with is your 500 with the wood stock. Mm-hmm. But I bought the other one first and I didn't know about it back then. <laughs> I wasn't really looking into all this stuff. I was like, man, that gun is bad ass. That thing looks scary. And I'm like, that's what I want. And then now that I know how the world works and I'm a grown up, I'm like, you know, that was kind of a bad choice. You want it to look like your kid might have used it at Boy Scout camp. That That's where your guns should mm-hmm. be coming from when you want to be, you know, when you're facing a jury. But now, um, yes, I want to talk about safe rooms. All right, so we're we're good with guns. Now I like close quarters, handgun, 
maybe you know whatever. Well, we, let's get it. Right. We'll get further into this in the with the safe right. room. Now, safe oh, room. Safe room applies. Okay. Safe room applies. Now, safe room doesn't necessarily have to be like a hardened room with air filters and and all sorts of nonsense. But you want to pick out one room in the in the house that has a landline in it. All right. You know, cell phone would be better because landlines can be cut, but you don't always have your cell phone, you know, at 3 o'clock in the morning. You might not be able to uh, have the wherewithal to, to grab it. All right. Um, you're going to want a, let's see, um, flashlight, gun. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want to see who's in your house. Right. Turns out you don't want to just be shooting at people. Right. Um, honestly, bad things happen, you know. You got to be aware of that, that that's a possibility and a flashlight is key. And, but you also, you want to keep these weapons where they're accessible. Um, when you're home, there's no reason your gun can't be out on the nightstand when you're there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, obviously if you have the four-year-old running around, the little box with the hand, you know, lock might be cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you're in your house and your kids are reasonably grown up, Mm-hmm. There's no reason your gun can't be nearby, and and also I gotta say those, uh, you know, where it's hidden in the coffee table, it's hidden in the, but everybody shouldn't know it's there. Right. Your little kids don't need to know. Oh, that clock up on the TV stand folds down, and there's a gun in it, mm-hmm. or that picture of Susie on the wall shelf. The wall shelf drops down, and you know there's gun in there. Mm-hmm. But you know. Readily accessible. You guys really need to keep these things where you can use it because locked up in the safe isn't going to do you any good when somebody right. kicks in your door. Mm-hmm. Um, safe room anymore? Yeah. Uh, now, somebody mentioned this. I didn't <clears throat> think about it, but those hand sensor safes? Yes. They don't work so well when your hands are covered with sweat or blood. Is that true? That is true. I've not tried Never it. heard that. Never thought about that before. I don't know how... Frequently, my now hand is covered with covered sweater with blood, blood. Yeah, especially if you're I'm in the safe about. room. But mm. that was just something that they, they mentioned in one of the articles I read. All right. Well, one of the, the keypads where we punch some buttons. Are you feeling that's, good about yeah, that? That's, that should be fine, right? All right. Um, now, one of the other things you want, might want to think about is uh, the door for the safe room. You know, safe room could be a bedroom. Okay. Safe room could be any room you choose. Um, solid core door. Most doors swing into bedrooms. Yes. Um, think about swinging a door that swings out, rehanging your door, mm. because it'll keep it from being able to be kicked in so easily. Not as easy. Right. Okay. Extra hinges. Um, Maybe you keep something nearby that you can throw behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pushing, uh, pushing furniture, a piece of heavy furniture in front of the door. Maybe you make uh, it Even a two-by-four that's cut to the right length to, you know, match up to the door and door to the wall. Um. Now, the other thing, uh, to get back to the guns, um, you want to think about your field of fire. Uh, if somebody's trying to get in, because they may not be co- invading your house to get your stuff. They might be invading your house to get you. Oh. You know? So you you want to think about field of fire. If If you're in that room, is there a place that you can be in that room if somebody fires through the door that you're going to be out of the way? Is there going to be some place where you can get down and keep your family down or get the kids out the window? Nice. Um, is there going to be a, a safe place where, of cover if the person does get into the room? So, you know, and cover means something that stops bullets, not 
something uh, curtain gotcha. you're hiding behind. Gotcha. Uh, so those are all things you want to think about with a, with a safe room. I'm sure there's a lot more in depth you could go with safe rooms. I'm sure there is, but um, that's really all I wanted to touch on with that. Um, now some other stuff that you might want to think about is um, motion sensor lights. Those are all you know big big deterrent. If if somebody's walking up your driveway and the light switch is on. You know, maybe they think they you've driveway seen them alarm. before. You've seen that. You know, you know they've seen you. Driveway alarm is a nice touch, right? Right. Why well, um, I steal your thunder on that one? You just got me off track here. Sorry. Oh, here's a funny one that I read in an article, though. All right. Thorn bushes outside your windows nice. because they'll get scratched and leave DNA for the FBI. DNA for the FBI. I Jesus. think they only really check DNA if somebody's dead, though, so it won't do you a whole lot of good. Uh. Maybe you leave a pizza on the coffee table (laughs) with no dipping sauce. (laughs) No dipping sauce. And they'll be like, fuck, I don't want the crust. (laughs) That'll do it. Um, Not bad. Um, Yeah, and they talk about, you know, bushes right in front of your windows. You don't want things that people can hide in. Right. Hide on you, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're coming home. You want to have the advantage, you know. Right. And don't be a dumbass and, and leave keys under rocks and stuff outside your house. Yeah, if you're going to leave it outside, yeah. hide it well. All right. Plastic rocks aren't aren't a great uh, deterrent. I, I have to go home, I think. <laughs> Got to go change my rocks change out. Change my rocks. Um, but that's, you know, you plan. You know, you mm-hmm. just think about these things. Think about being safe. And you know what? Maybe be a little observant when you come home and, you know, something seems out of the ordinary. Where did it? I just heard a story. Oh, I don't know if it was from you. I don't know if it was on this podcast, but I just heard a story. A guy comes home and he's got, he lives in a uh, um, doorman building in the city. Mm-hmm. And I think it was while I was researching this, comes home to his building, doorman, everything seems fine, goes up to his apartment and his apartment has like a mudroom. Mm-hmm. And then has a second door into, you know, his apartment after that. Uh-huh. And he goes and, and goes to the first door and it's unlocked. All and right. he's like, you know, I don't leave my door unlocked. That's weird. But maybe I forgot. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the next door and that's unlocked. And he's like, you know, I, I wouldn't forget twice, you know, mm-hmm. that that just seems weird. And yet just. Keeps going in like nothing. And I mean, that's the thing. When you notice things and your mind tells you, hey, something's a little off, Mm -hmm. take a little extra caution. You know, move a little safer. Mm -hmm. Maybe look for that samurai sword. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're a prepping badass and you freaking have a concealed carry. Yeah. Maybe you're, you know. Yeah. Trust your instincts with that sort of stuff. Trust your instincts. And if you don't have a concealed carry, then you call me up and I'll come over and I'll hold your hand. We'll go in together. <laughs> It'll be beautiful. Uh-huh. Now, another uh, another good thing to do for this sort of stuff. Yeah. Keeping your doors locked when you're home. Yeah. You know, you come home, come in, take your shoes off, lock your door. Yeah. You know, that's, there's no that's, reason, uh, you know, it's not going to cause you any any. You problems. Can, you can go back to the other eight times I've told this story throughout this podcast. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's the thing. You know, I never locked my doors. Never even occurred to me 
until that guy time somebody's standing in my bedroom over the bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's somebody in my house. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Now I lock my door. Yeah. Because, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew somebody lived out in the country here and, you know, a little further out in the woods than we are. And believe it or not, a homeless guy opens the back slider, goes in and just sleeps on the couch. And you wake up to a homeless guy sleeping on your couch. Yeah, that happened to me once, actually. Yeah, see? <laughs> now you're kind of seeing yeah. this play out. So. That happened to me. And, and my roommate woke me up and said, hey, uh, you know did you have guy? a friend come by? I said, no. He goes, then who's sleeping on our couch? <laughs> exactly. And that's why you lock your doors. Because mm-hmm. guess what? That time it was okay. Mm-hmm. But maybe not next time. Right. You know? So just think about it and be a little vigilant. Um, again, you don't always have to be on guard, but if you plan your attack, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? I keep my gun right next to the couch when I'm at home at the end of the day, and when we're all sitting there, somebody kicks open the door, I'm going to reach for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. And a lot of these home invasions, the ones I read you, you know, it was basically single people by themselves. Um. When you're dealing with your wife, your kids, it adds a whole nother layer to it, you know? You know, might not want to wrestle around with a guy with a gun if your kid's sitting right. in the in the room with you. Right. So, you know, those are things you want to think about um, I gotta if you're trying you, to protect your family. Things go a lot smoother when you play out these scenarios beforehand in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, if you kind of have a little bit of a plan of attack. If you make a decision now of what you would do... Mm-hmm then you're going to be so much ahead of the game when something happens. And I agree. It's a one in a thousand, one in 5,000. You know, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, I think they call it a uh, low probability, high consequence crime. There you go. So maybe it's not likely, but if it does happen, it can go bad fast. So that, that's what I got for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, one other oh. good deterrent is uh, don't sell drugs out of your house. Yeah, you found that to be a negative. Yeah, those seem to be like a... a that seems to increase your odds Your of odds go up astronomically if you're selling crack or coke out of your house. Mm, so, right. would so recommend against that. some other changes I need to make in my life then. <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to make some changes by next week. So, you know, I like that. Now, we have a couple <clears> things, so... I want you guys to follow us on Facebook. You can go to uh, facebook.com slant prepping badass. Mm-hmm. Now, I know not everybody uses Facebook anymore, and it's kind of a thing of the past, and, and grown-ups don't really use Facebook, and maybe some of you are like, yeah, I'm way past that. I use Instagram. I'm, I'm way <laughs> cooler than you guys, and that may be whatever, uh-huh. or maybe you're like, I'm an adult, and I go outside, and I don't Do stare what I at want. my phone all day. Mm-hmm. All right, even better. But uh, if it is your world and, and you do have uh, Facebook, um, if you check us out, uh, facebook.com slam prepping badass. And then uh, if you like our page and then you know how Facebook has that instant messenger. Mm-hmm. If you uh, send me a message, type uh, the word badass. I'm going to go through all the ones that we get. And let me think. This episode, you guys should be hearing this. I'm just checking some dates here quick. On probably May 6th or 7th, you're going to be getting this episode. 
if you guys send me a message, the episode that airs on June, well, it'll go out probably June 3rd at night, so you'll probably see it on June 4th, mm. I'm going to uh, be giving away a SOG Jungle Primitive, and I will announce the winner out of somebody who went on our Facebook page and sent the word badass to us. I'm going to pick one at random. I'm going to read your name on June 4th. Uh-huh. And I'm going to get you to give me your address, and I will mail you a SOG Jungle Primitive Survival Machete. Now, that sounds pretty dope. Should now, I Should I make myself a Facebook profile if I send it in? Could I win this? I'm saying anyone who sends the word badass to me has the possibility of winning. All right. So this I'm just putting exciting. that out there. Now I'm going to mention this each week till we get there. So two or three more episodes, you're going to hear me complaining about this. Mm-hmm. But go in. You can only do it once unless you have like a fake second Facebook mm-hmm. profile. The one you catfish people with. I will accept with. that. I will accept that as well. But again, you got to be listening like – if you can't respond to me with the correct, you know, information, you know, if Move I'm like, to the next one. you're the winner and I get nothing back, then no, nah, I got to go on to the next guy. All so, right. All right. So now all we got to do is now, as give soon you a couple as this airs to respond. Right. Okay. Yeah. As soon as you hear this air. So you got to get and you got to like my page. So you got to go to Facebook.com slam prepping badass. Uh huh. You're going to like the page, and then you're going to go to uh, the Instant Messenger and message the prepping badass. You're going to send them a message that says the word badass. All right. Now, it's not case sensitive. You can do badass as like two words. You'd be kind of weird. What if I, I did I badass one word. with dollar signs instead of S's? Woo! That might actually push you ahead in the <laughs> running. I don't know. All right. But, uh, yeah. So do that. Um, otherwise, you can check us out on our uh, webpage at preppingbadass.com. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you guys have show ideas. I know uh, we just got some sent in. Um, stuff about fuel storage again and uh, some other stuff about uh, steam engines and power generation. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. I think we're going to try and put something together for next week. Emails and such. All kinds of good stuff going. Um Otherwise, uh, let me see. So send us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And with that, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.